You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey, Nerf Herders. You sure you want to go with that? Hey, everyone? There we go. More inviting. Have you ever had a movie that you really wanted to love, but something holds you back? Or one that you did love in spite of a flaw? Well, I'm Casey. And I'm Sam Alisea. And on another pass, we sit down with cool guests to look at movies that we find fascinating. But flawed. And we try to imagine what could have been done when they were made to give them that little push. We're not experts. We just believe in criticism. Uh, constructive criticism. Sure. So come take another pass at some movies with us. And every now and then, we can celebrate movies that did it on their own, too. You can find us at CertainPOV.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Pass it on. Mitch and Elizabeth are getting married. We're getting hitched. <laughs> We're getting hitched. There will be no less than three things that go wrong, one of which will be major. And you're not going to be attending unless you're on the list. Biggest air quotes possible because perfect is an illusion. That's right. Mitch and Elizabeth are getting married. And we are eight weeks away from the wedding. We have uh, my good friend Case from the Certain POV Network and his fiance Carter, who I'm meeting today. This is a uh, great because they are in almost the exact same boat as us. They are. I believe your your date is about a month before ours, right? Yeah, now, uh, because our date initially was May of 2020. <laughs> We've had a few false starts on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that's going to happen, or that, that would happen during a pandemic. Uh, yeah, luckily for us, ours was always October of 2021. Like, we, after we got engaged, we decided that, and it turned out really well for us. I got proven right. Very lucky. Yeah. No, I got I got proven right. Despite both of our mothers and most of our family being like, "Why are you going to take so long? Why are you taking so long? Get married." And I'm like, "No." October 21. That's where yeah. we're that's where we're at. You're like, "Actually, I'm psychic." <laughs> this is when it's going to be right. <laughs> yeah. I don't regret the first pushback because that made sense. I just regret that we didn't make the the leap to push back to way. our eventual date of <laughs> september uh 2021 initially because we were like oh it's only gonna be like maybe maybe september of 2020 will be fine and then we pushed to may of 2021 oh we're still not comfortable no one's vaccinated yet oh okay well, <laughs> and then our vendors were like literally this is the last time <laughs> <laughs> well so that's a really good question because i know that a lot of people have been dealing with it did you guys get to keep your venue and all your vendors or because i know everybody's now double booking up and Yes. For yeah. the most part, we had like one or two things that we had to adjust. Like uh, Matt Storm was going to be our DJ for the initial date, um, uh, also from certain point of view. And uh, unfortunately, with the shifting, that wasn't going to be able to work. Uh, and so fortunately, DJ number two, we've kept. Yeah. I mean, luckily, everybody else shifted with us. So we're okay. same venue, same really, really everybody else. The only thing we ran into is like the last time that we were making the shift which I absolutely understand because these are all like small businesses, you know? And so they're kind of like, we get it. We're trying to be flexible, but also like this is hard for us. So we um, like we paid some of them sooner than Mm -hmm, we usually mm -hmm. would have just to like as a show of good faith to say like, no, this is for real. It's happening. And like we had had a vendor who gave us like a deal on something. And I said, like, I'll I'll pay for that now, you know? So just I think it's hard because like as as difficult as it is for uh, couples like to deal with this like it's been so hard for like the wedding industry so we're trying to be like understanding about that too 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to know also about your guests. So, like, did you already have invites going out for the original date and then having to push it back? Because one of Elizabeth's uh, bridesmaids, she uh, originally was supposed to be part of one wedding last year. October 10th, 2020. October 10th, 2020. And then they canceled theirs and they're going to have it on October 8th, 2021 now. They're having it on October 9th. They're, that's right. They're having an October 9th, 2021. So she is a bridesmaid in two weddings now on the exact same day, which was not the initial case oh when she said gosh. yes. So um, I am thankful. I So is she going to be in both or? Kind of. So when the 2020 last year, that, that wedding kind of obviously couldn't occur, they still did a um, distanced on the beach, very small ceremony that she partook, that she partook in. Um, so she is going for the rehearsal and the Friday night stuff for their now full wedding. And she'll be at our wedding. She and her uh, partner are going to be driving from San Diego, where that wedding is, to Phoenix where the morning is. of our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so she's going to come flying <laughs> in on a car. <laughs> but I'm very thankful to get her. I, I mean, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a true friend. That's yeah. somebody who's like committed. <laughs> who's gonna be there? Yeah, no, it it's definitely fantastic. But yeah, what about your guests? Have they anybody ended up with a conflict? Um, we haven't heard from it this round. So we actually got a little lucky, which is that we had bought the invitations, but we hadn't sent them out <laughs> when the pandemic kind of hit last time. So we have this whole box of poorly dated invitations that we can't use anymore (laughs) and we just finally finalized like the like amended list because you know we were certain family members there are more kids uh which i know you guys have dealt with as well like we oh yes yes her sister had had a baby my cousins both of them have had babies in the interim so and there's and there's you know to be honest like there's a couple people where now i'm looking at the list and i'm like you know what we haven't really talked that much this year and it was somebody who was on the maybe on the baby list before yeah. and so like I don't feel as much pressure to invite them because because you can always say well you know COVID we couldn't have as many people as we yeah. wanted. Keeping exactly. it small. Keeping exactly. it small. Yep. <laughs> yeah we haven't gotten away with that. Not yet. I think I, I'm definitely feeling like that's going to be something I'm going to have to use <laughs> especially yeah. for people at work. Yeah. Good luck with that. Seeing uh, I, as know. I know. People just keep inviting themselves to our wedding. People are inviting themselves to our uh, wedding. Is that is that happening to you too? I thought if they weren't on the list, they weren't going. <laughs> no. Nope. It hasn't think. happened yet. Um, but but you know, I I think we'll see. Honestly, if anybody's friends are going to invite themselves, it's going to be this guy's. <laughs> um, but we, I think also we we were talking about this earlier today. I think in some ways it's been a little bit of a blessing in disguise because I'm like a very planner type of person. And so, (laughs) um, so Case and I actually got legally married in 2018. And so we've been legally married for a little bit and not everybody knew about that. Cause you know, we just didn't want to like offend anybody to say like, why weren't we included? But the reason we got married in 2018 is because his grandfather was ill and old and we really wanted him to be able to be there and so we made a choice to like do it in a living room so he could be there and and we're really glad that he did because he's not here with us anymore yeah but we still want to have this wedding you know and so we were planning it for may of 2020 and then 
I think my instincts of wanting to plan and control freak everything, <laughs> the fact that we've had to reschedule three times, it just calmed me down. You know, I'm like, it's going to happen. It's going to be wonderful. There's so many things that are outside of anybody's control. And so it, I think it just helped us prioritize and like focus on like what really matters. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt that we have started the planning process over multiple times <laughs> so that we got to go through that stress a bunch of times. And at this point now, we, like like a baby doomsday murdered on Krypton a million times, we're <laughs> See, the funny thing is, is that knowing that you have <laughs> that a... That exclusively for Mitch. I'm yeah, sorry. that was exclusively for me. But I was going to say, yep. for a person who has a theater you know, background, I figured you would go with re- dress rehearsals and, and you know tech week and stuff like that. No, you went I straight to it. death of da- baby doomsday. So I mean, that feels more appropriate for what we've been going through the last year and a half that's fair (laughs) i also just told on a show this week the worst dress rehearsal story ever and um i figured i should just let that one sit and uh go check out the another pass on terminator 3 episode (laughs) this cross promotion it's like so much (laughs) (laughs) oh don't worry i was on one of his shows this week too i did the exact same thing (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh so what we like to talk about on this show is traditions. So what traditions are you all including into your wedding? What are we including? If any. Or, That's a good or, question because I think it's... Is it easier to ask what aren't you doing? Because there are some things that we are not doing. Because yes. I, I always find it more entertaining to find out which wedding tradition you absolutely hate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and can I like time out real quick? I hear a lag, and I just want to make sure that's not going to like screw the recording up. No, because I'll have to sync it. Okay, yeah, yeah. sorry, I just wanted to double check that. <laughs> okay, Mitch, I'll have to edit this part out, but just your like the video is like a couple seconds ahead, which makes sense because we have Bluetooth. So. Oh, your guys' video is actually pretty is a couple seconds ahead too. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Okay, okay, All it's good. fine. Just wanted to check. Okay. <laughs> So we'll clean break. All right. Yeah. So, so for me, um, I have a complicated relationship with religion. Um, I went to Catholic school, and you know, like there's 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 stuff. Same. So I don't really feel comfortable having that as being part of yep. my of my service. So I uh, like her sister is going to be the one or uh, uh, the, the officiant for us, and um, that's. That's good. I don't want. I don't want to do a, like a big church service. I, it feels weird. Uh, like my sister is doing one at the church at my high school, which is like a, a weird kind of vibe. <laughs> well, so, and, and let's just clarify. So, Case's sister is getting married about one month before us. Wow. So we're, it's Ooh. interesting to like compare the two together. <laughs> um, so she's having full Catholic mass in a very ornate Catholic chapel, like you know, all marble and gilt. And um, we're having like a ceremony that we like wrote with my sister outside under trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, like very early on, I was like, I would like to do like a beach wedding. Like I wanted to be laid back. I wanted to feel like relaxed and comfortable, and in a way that like so many ones I've been to just did not feel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will say. Yeah, and I would just say from. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I will say that, like, from my perspective, because I've been to a lot of weddings and a lot of Catholic weddings, because I also went to a Catholic high school. Your ceremony is going to be much more enjoyable. The whole mass for me is always like, I, I'm like, 
what I still have to be here like I need snacks for this part (laughs) and if I need snacks for a wedding ceremony they give you those little wafers but that doesn't hold (laughs) you that doesn't count no 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 I sneak in my baby bells or (laughs) cheese sticks of some kind so hold on please we're having a technical problem a YouTube video just started playing and I have no idea why did I touch it? must be okay sorry (laughs) These headphones, I guess, if you touch them. Sorry. I was like, what's going on? I am so glad to know I'm not the only one who does that kind of stuff. This is all going in. I'm so sorry, because I know how hard the editing is, but I'm sorry. It's okay. It's really okay. But you were about to say something before a second ago. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, I was just going to say, yeah, I think... I think, like, for a few reasons, like, one, which is, like, you know, we're, like, in our mid-30s. I don't know if we talked about this at the beginning. Case and I have been together for 13 years, so, like, this is a surprise to nobody. (laughs) Everybody's like, oh, my God, thank God, finally. (laughs) And so, so I think, I think there's, like, a few things that are kind of different as a result, and, uh, and it's also, like, you know, when you actually, like, think about weddings, it's, like, some, like, patriarchy bullshit, too. And so there's a lot of things that we are not cool with about th- together. Like, we're definitely not cool with. And 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 I also have a very complicated relationship with my dad. And so I think there's a few things there that we're, like, we, you know, like, I don't want to do a father-daughter dance. We're definitely not doing a garter situation. And we actually decided pretty early on to not officially do bridal parties. So, like, to not have bridesmaids and groomsmen that, like, all have to buy matching outfits. Because we were, like, we want everybody to be there. We have both been in a bunch of weddings, which was great and we enjoyed. But we also are, like, you know, it's kind of annoying to have to, like, do all of that. And so we want people to really enjoy themselves. So we are kind of pairing that those pieces back. So... It actually, like, now that I'm talking about it, I'm, like, super non, sounds super non-traditional, but I'm still having, don't listen to this part, cover your ears, a very traditional dress, which was a big surprise to me. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, like, so uh, there's some classic wedding stuff, too. So it's not like we're totally, like, down on weddings. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we wanted to make sure we had one because uh, when so we had uh, a wedding. Well, yeah, a proper wedding. So like <laughs> we uh, we as Carter said, we've been together for a really long time. We met in New York and we were living together in New York, and then we moved down to the DC area. Um, and when we moved, my aunt was like, "You did that to get out of common law, huh?" And we were like, "Ha ha!" And then we we're like, "Wait a second. And we like looked it up, and we were like a month away. Oh, like, <laughs> common law, we lived together so long. I was gonna say there, there so are a that, few so more there, steps there to like common law other miss. than just living with each other, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's different from state to state. So, like when, we, like we looked it up for New York, and it was like, okay, just like co- cohabitating. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like literally the same room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Is that what it says? That was like, like part of it. Yeah, yeah, something. something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so long story short, I think there are a bunch of things like things that we are changing be- to make it feel true to us and to make it feel like modern, but also like, you know, there's a lot to love. Like I think there's something special about saying vows that are similar to things that like thousands of people have said for thousands of years. It's pretty cool too. Yeah. So what are the parts of the wedding planning that you have had the most fun doing? the most fun to well i mean i think probably picking the venue was the most fun part for me like we uh we found a spot that we really liked out in in delaware uh at the Mm. delaware beaches so that like it actually got to fit like my criteria but you know we looked at like a lot of stuff in the area 
Uh, we even like sort of like looked online at like a little more distant kind of locations. Um, and, and there were plenty of ones that were like beautiful that like there was one restaurant had this like this gorgeous like barn aesthetic. It was like a converted farm, you know, really great spots to like look at and like, you know, just like it's kind of like when you're buying a house, you're like, ooh, this could be this room and this could be that thing, you know, like, you know, it's like, OK, I can see the, I can see my guests like enjoying themselves here. So all of that, like kind of speculating and, and like that fun sort of theory crafting of it all was like really fun. Um but then after that, like, she's really good at the planning stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, to be honest, I think it's been hard for me to not just, like, be a control freak and to, like, do it all. And we've, we've talked a lot about this, too. Like, like we want an equitable marriage and life together. And so, like, I need to, like, trust and delegate, <laughs> you know, and not just, like, do everything. So. I understand that struggle. I but understand also, she comes struggle. to me and she says, this is a good idea. Yeah. But if she comes to me and says, I think this is a good idea, I'll be like, okay, cool, I trust you. And, like, I won't realize that that was, the, like, an invite for me to have, like, input. I would be like, oh, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, feminist wedding struggles is hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've been, I've been very thankful. Mitch took over several. He's just like, I'm just going to do this portion. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. go do this. Okay, great. I'm just going to ignore that that exists then. <laughs> just tell me when it's done. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I kept putting together like the different things that her and her mother and her dad had been saying and like, and I know she's got a lot. She's already working on so many other things. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take care of the rehearsal dinner. I'm going to take care of uh, the the band and take care of our Dance lessons. Dance lessons, yeah. Because we need to know how to dance if we're going to do our first dance, I guess. It probably makes you a good good idea. So. Yeah. Um, That's great. Do you already have your first dance picked out, your song? You don't have to say it. I just want to know if you do. We haven't, actually. I mean, we have ideas because we have, like, songs that were, like, our songs. But I don't think we've actually, like, told the DJ this is going to be our song <laughs> yeah. yet. And it's... I'm a big music person, so it's, like... It's, it's hard. It's hard for me because I think we have, to your point, Case, we have songs that are kind of like our our type of songs. Not all of them are good like to dance to, though. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to pick a song that like everybody picks. Like I remember a few years ago, we had one of those years where all of our friends were getting married. And literally three of your friends <laughs> all had the exact same wedding song the same <laughs> year. And it's it's a great song. It's... um. This must be the place, which is a oh, great song. Yeah. But three people in the same year had the same song, and I was like, "I know." I'm like, "Oh, it's such a good song." So yeah, and the first I've, time, I've definitely like, heard that one a few choice. times as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's hard because it's like just because multiple people picked it doesn't me- make it less meaningful to those people. But I'm I don't know. I went to school for music, though I like don't do anything with that degree but i have a degree in that so like i don't know why it's like important to me to have a special like nobody else picked this one. <laughs> oh yeah it makes complete so sense we gotta, to we me. figure that one out yeah. <laughs> what's the part of this the, the ceremony that you're most looking forward to other than being together being married or i guess reception not ceremony the reception um so I have an answer for that. So we um, decided early on that we had been to a couple of like really awesome, like over the top weddings, like way more over the top than ours is going to be where um, there were, 
there was like special late night stuff that was brought in. So we were like, oh, that would be so cool. And so my the part I'm actually most looking forward to is we have arranged already with our venue to have late night snacks come out within the last hour of the reception. So there's going to be like mini sliders and warm chocolate chip cookies. Mm. And like, you know, like we're, we're like pretty budget conscious. We're paying for our own wedding. This was not that expensive to add on. And I'm just excited because I feel like having been a guest at many weddings, I love when people do something like that because it's like you've been dancing, you want a little something on your way out of the party and like to just, you know, keep the the vibe going. So (laughs) the snacks is my most exciting part. (laughs) No judgment here. marrying my husband. (laughs) Absolutely no judgment here. Mitch was like, I have to have a wedding band. He's going to probably say something really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you, you realize the things that matter having gone to other weddings yeah. and it's like i feel like that's also really good wedding advice that i received which is like decide what's important and don't worry about everything else exactly see for me i have actually like a little more sinister one than oh sinister <laughs> sinister might not be the right word uh so i've got i've, I've got two best friends um who are like what wonderful guys from various from different points of my life like my childhood best friend and then my college roommate and they have I, thought about who is more of a best friend. To me, yes. So, you know, so about and them. while I don't try to encourage that normally, they have very different oratory styles, and I'm very curious what they're going to say. Oh, are they both uh, doing speeches? Yeah. Oh my, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> and uh, this is like not the like the, like <laughs> I can't wait to see who's better, but I'm like very curious because like they're just so different. Like to see like the what's going to happen, and like I don't normally try to like like <laughs> praise on myself, but like, this will be like kind of fascinating to see what stands out to these two very different individuals. <laughs> be funny. Especially because I've been at other weddings where both of them have had to speak before. And so I've seen yeah. what it sounds like. And I'm like, kind of curious how they'll do it this time. <laughs> Maybe they'll surprise you and try and do it jointly. That'd be nice. It would only be a little bit of a surprise, though, <laughs> because I've seen one of those. <laughs> one is at least one of them is going to do a roast. Yeah. Ooh. Like guaranteed, it's going to be a roast. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are are you opening it up to open speeches? Oh no. <laughs> Thank you. No, no. I mean, we haven't actually like talked about yeah, it, it, but no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. We've we've seen. We've been to weddings where that happened and was weird. Yeah. See, I'm not alone in this. <laughs> we. I think I think it's hard. I mean, are you all thinking about opening it up? But I think the thing that's difficult is that usually speeches happen after people have had a few drinks, right? And then everybody has a different way to approach it. Do are you very sincere? Do you make it funny? Is it a full roast? And we've been to weddings where it was like the toast just went on and on and on and on. <laughs> Yep, I think my my uh, most painful are the ones where they just stand up there and cry because they've had just enough to drink where they yeah. can't actually form words. They just stand up there and cry and just repeat, I love you, I love you, and then like <laughs> cry the entire time, for a, usually for a solid three to four minutes before somebody shuffles them off the <laughs> stage. Right. Right. And it's it's uh, the other one that we've been to is where 
usually a groomsman or a best man. It's usually <laughs> a guy who does this, right? Who they're yeah. like, they've pre-written these jokes that they think are so funny. And it's like, I remember that one time at the frat party. And it's like, nobody, nobody's grandma wants to hear this story. Like, it's not as funny as it was when you were 19. Like, save that for like the private roast that happens during the bachelor party, during the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, no, Mitch is Mitch is on me because I'm like, no, I don't care. You don't have to look at the piece of paper, but anybody who's going to give a speech has to be it has to have something written out. They have to have a piece of paper, and it has we have to predetermine who's going to speak because yeah. I'm not going to do any day yeah. of. Well, I want to give a toast. I don't care because <laughs> the yeah the amount well, of people who. I <laughs> say the amount of people who are like, I'll just wing it, and I'm like, nobody wings it well. I like. I speak for a profession. These two speak for profession. Like nobody right. really wings it well. You usually have some direction, bullet points, thought process going into it. Don't don't wing it for me, particularly after you've had a few. No, no. Yeah. Well, and what I was what I was going to mention is like. Without getting into too much detail, I've, I mentioned, I said earlier, I have a complicated relationship with my dad, my sister, <laughs> case sips drink. Um, I, uh, a couple years ago, my sister got married um, and she was the first, I have two sisters, she was the first of all of us to get married. And so, you know, we have divorced parents, complicated relationships. So she, you know, trailblazed that, figured out those dynamics for us. Um, she had said, here's who's going to give the toast. This is the schedule. Nobody else. Just like you're saying. Well, <laughs> my dad stood up and said, I've got something to say. Oh, no. And I was the maid of honor. And so I was like in front of everybody trying to be like, are you sure? Like, I don't know. This isn't on the schedule. <laughs> um, and he was like, I, I would like to speak. It's my daughter's wedding. <laughs> And I, so I sort of, I said, just let me check and see. I went to my sister and I was like, uh, dad wants to talk and uh, what do you want to do? And she was like, honestly, just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> so my dad gets up in front. We give him the microphone and he says, I have written a poem that I will read. Ooh. And we we're all like, what? <laughs> um, and yeah. So Case's I, face is probably honest, the best I part of this. I not really story. remember the content of the poem. Yeah. <laughs> but Case, you know, knows the history, knew the, the complexity and the like weirdness of this situation. Um, my dad has decided in his current age that he is um, a writer and this is like a new thing for him. So that's why he wanted to read the poem. So anyway, long story short, he gets up. It's about an eight minute poem that he Ooh. reads um, that he's written that was on a tiny piece of paper all folded up in his jacket and it was about um, uh, you are a woman now and this is a new world and a new life like a flower blooming and we were like oh. huh? how much longer <laughs> will this poem be so your faces right now that was probably most of the reception, at least the family members who like knew him in the situation, everybody else was just very politely smiling and drinking during it. So anyway, all that is to say, he read his poem. We said, thank you. We moved on to the next person and we did not speak about it again. So, you know, like you got to roll with it. And my sister, at least to her credit, was like, it's going to happen. And it would be weirder if I tried to tell him, don't talk now that he stood up in front of everybody. So 
you know, unexpected things happen, but that's families. And every, every family has odd people and odd situations. And I think it's like, I've realized that now going to weddings and extended family weddings, it's like, we have to give each other the grace that like a wedding is a big deal for more than just the couple. And sometimes people want to do strange things during it. (laughs) Yeah. And my takeaway on that one was like, the wild cards are going to be wild cards. We might as well like anticipate them and like set it up to draw them out so like I'll, yeah. get your dad in position a little bit on the earlier side i was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say kudos to your sister to that making shit. that decision <laughs> and putting him in the middle of the toasts as opposed to at the end or the beginning like kudos to her exactly. to be like we'll just sandwich him in the middle it'll be fine everybody forgets that part <laughs> exactly yes it was very very smart of her the way she handled it <laughs> So, knowing Case and now getting to know Carter, uh, what's is there any geeky things that are being thrown into the wedding reception or ceremony? Because we have a few of our own. We're actually <laughs> lots. <laughs> yeah, we're actually not going that geeky on our ours. Like, I, I was thinking about maybe doing something if we had like a more traditional like like groomal party but we're not groomal party uh, <laughs> you know like like my brother-in-law did uh like we got like a like justice league themed socks for everyone uh so like mitch i see you have a green lantern pop socket right now i have like the green lantern socks and i was yep. like yeah dope all right kyle rayner yeah every uh, groomsman <laughs> had a different marvel superhero socks at my at our my sister and brother-in-law's wedding right um but because we don't really have that formal kind of structure i can't hide that kind of thing because like there's nothing more fun for me than sneaking a geek reference in but still looking formal well but what about um i don't know if you're still going to do this but you know originally when we were planning this wedding a year and a half ago there was talk about doing something cool during your bachelor party doing a special game we uh, yeah but but that's been so shifted around like the so like that is the weird one which is that the bachelor party we had like this whole planned out thing pre-pandemic and then like now like some people don't have their shots yet. It's like some people still have babies out. now. It's yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's probably going to end up being like much more just like a, we're going to go and like hang out and yeah. like relax for a weekend kind of thing. Well, and so what I what I was mentioning is like there was talk originally of one of your friends was like I want to do a special Dungeons and Dragons game for the bachelor party, which would have been cool. Or another thing we talked about. I don't know if we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna actually do this, but something I read about that I thought was interesting was. So, like, Case is very into d and I have played a little bit, but I'm not nearly on his level. But I did read something cute that I, I have heard of some other couples doing, which is the, the dice rolling for the kiss thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, I, I've read... So, there's, like, a couple of cool, like, non-traditional um, wedding sites that I follow. Like, there's one that's called Offbeat Bride, for example. And it, what's nice is it's, like, super inclusive, and it's, like, you know, sh- like, really, weddings can be, like, the full gamut of just celebrating the couple and their love. And so... I, something I thought was cute that I was telling Case about recently was, like, um, some couples have done something where they, instead of just the, like, um, you know, your fork against a glass to get pe- the couple to kiss, they had a 20-sided D&D die on the head table. And so they had a little sign, and it was, like, roll for a kiss. And if you roll a high number, the couple will give, like, increasingly passionate kisses. And if you roll a really low number, the person who rolls has to kiss somebody else, oh. which I thought was really funny. Yes. No, they're, they're fantastic. And um, they make blow-up dice for this purpose so that they can be really big without... Oh, very cute. Without, a, without threatening damage when somebody tries to roll it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to this. Like, <laughs> I think we're at different levels of like 
geek culture, but like I'm not opposed to doing something <laughs> like that. I think it's important that the wedding reflect everybody. Your dogs are really cute, by the way. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> they just decided to come up and say hi to everybody. Well, I just wanted to say thank you. Like, it's yeah. great to get to talk to another couple that is on this journey concurrently. Like, it's it's been cool. So thank you. Thank you for both coming on. Yeah. Uh, it's been really fun, like, listening to this show and sort of, like, <laughs> kind of tracking it along. Because at first it was like, well, at first we were so far ahead. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, now we're pacing ourselves at about the same clip. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, I've often joked that Mitch is sort of like the West Coast version of me um, (laughs) in that and likewise that CPOV versus Geek Elite are like you know we're similar kind of shows and both Mitch and I um, do too much yeah (laughs) just a little (laughs) so it's been like fun to be like oh yeah and and also he's going through the same kind of like (laughs) weird world and has just as equally exasperated of of a future wife (laughs) Do we seem exasperated, Carter? I don't feel like we're exasperated just because we're drinking. I feel like no, <laughs> we're getting judged. No. <laughs> I think I think drinking is a necessary part of the wedding planning process. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, what is one piece of advice that someone has given you, though, uh, throughout the whole wedding planning process that you really enjoyed or really respected or have taken to heart? I don't know. I, I probably took too much to heart to being like, <laughs> it's her day, let her make up her mind. Uh, <laughs> I don't agree with that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I feel like a lot of the advice that we've gotten for, have been from family members who wanted a more traditional kind of wedding. And that's have been things where it's like, no, but like for us, we want to do our own thing. We Yeah. And I think that for to to contrast that the advice we've gotten from friends who've who've gotten married in the last few years was really kind of what I said earlier about like decide what matters the most to you and focus on that and everything else matters less like for example like favors don't matter to me so we just decided we're not going to do them we'd rather like reinvest that money and like giving people a great experience during the night um you know and I think I think so like we care about the food the fact that like it's an evening that flows that maybe there's additional activities over the weekend that it's really a special time where we get to see like all of our friends and family at the same time which is so special and focusing on that and and less about like it being like a picture perfect um you know because like things will go wrong so like things are going to go wrong we know that and we're just going to kind of like roll with it which for me is difficult but i am (laughs) i'm open to this (laughs) Case, would you like to give out? Oh, how about you? Oh, our advice. Oh, our- I was gonna say, how about uh, let, let's flip the table because, like, we're kind of in yeah, the same what's boat. Your advice, because you know we're like a month earlier. So, what is what's your best yeah, advice with, with so our far? impending nuptials? I think the best advice I got was if at the end of the day the two of you are married, it's been successful. And to kind of because because I'm with you, Carter. Well, they can be canceled. We're good. I, I'm like I'm like. I have it all has to be perfect. It has to be just right. Like I need to plan. Like I need to have contingencies on the contingencies. Like we have plans A through G in case anything goes wrong. Yep. And you know, my mother continually just looks at me and she goes, "If at the end of the day you and Mitch are married, it was a success. The rest of it doesn't exactly. matter." I think. Yeah. I think the best advice 
that I've really taken to heart since we started the process and then also doing the, uh, the podcast is Elizabeth's friends, Nicole and Adam told us that just make sure to thank each other. Just thank each other for whatever it is that you do. Like just show that you appreciate the other person. And, and that has been a big deal to me. Like now we, t- we say thank you for just about everything. Like it, it, it makes me feel better saying it and also ha- having it be said to me. So I, I, I hope it's the same for Elizabeth. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. More marriage advice than yeah. wedding advice. True. But yeah. True. But I think, I think that's a good way to think about it. Like case when you just said a few minutes ago, like whatever Carter wants, like I disagree with that because I think at the end of the day, what we're building is a marriage, not just a wedding. Right. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's important that we think about like at the end of the day, this, well, I think it's also cause like also we are legally already married in heaven. Right. But, <laughs> but it's also that, you know, it's important that we think about the type of marriage we want to have, the type of partnership we want to have and like bring that spirit through because if I'm a bridezilla and it's like a beautiful fairy tale princess day, like that isn't what Case necessarily wants. Although maybe that's what he wants, but you know, it's it's important that it be about both of us. I don't really want a fairy tale princess day either. <laughs> Wait till you see my dress. Ooh. I was say I want a text of the dress. <laughs> I need I need an image. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will I will send that to you. We'll have, we'll have to have the two of you like exchange <laughs> contacts we'll get there. then. We'll yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh Case, would you like to throw out your brand one more time? <laughs> <laughs> My brand. Uh sure. Uh so as as we have alluded to several times and I've uh shamelessly promoted myself before, uh I am a podcaster with certain point of view, uh which is a similar kind of podcast network to Geek Elite. Uh, when I say similar, like we've got some fairly one-to-one shows, yep. <laughs> uh, and we've been happy to cross guests. Uh, so uh, uh, I am the host of Another Pass, which is a movie analysis podcast where we do uh, we look at shows that or uh, movies that we found either fascinating but flawed, or sometimes we look at movies that um, could have been derailed very easily and then actually course corrected. So uh, we, we try to either speculate on what could have been fixed, or we revel in the the movies that actually fix themselves. Um, so by the time this is coming out, our episode on Groundhog's Day will be coming out, which, man, that was a, like a, a great movie that uh, also Harold Ramis and Bill Murray never talked to each other after that until uh, right before they died or before Ramis Harold Ramis died. died. Yeah. Um, I am also the host of Men of Steel, which is a Superman appreciation podcast. Uh, <laughs> and Superman adjacent. Uh, so we did like <laughs> months and months on Wonder Woman stuff. But it's just like fun to like kind of talk about that sort of like romantic, like altruistic kind of hero archetype. Uh, so that's been a lot of fun to do. And I am the dungeon master for Scruffy Nerf Herders, which is our Star Wars D&D game uh, that uh, is on a small break right now between mini campaigns, but uh, we'll be picking up soon. And that's a lot of fun. You can find that at certainpov.com and you can find me on Twitter at Case Aiken. <laughs> and I have nothing to promote, but I am here to support Case. And I will say I'm behind the scenes helping to provide a female perspective on some of the <laughs> critique that you do we appreciate you i I usually subject her to all like the bad movies that we have to watch and then she'll be like well these are all the things that i found problematic and i'll be like oh that's a good thing let's talk about about the backdell test yeah exactly (laughs) 
it, it, similarities. Similarities. So revealing. similar. Yeah, it's, East Coast, West Coast. It's great. It really is. We're gonna have to meet in the middle somewhere just so that we can. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be on neutral ground. I mean, I got I got a list of options. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward, you know, now that things are getting safer, I look forward to coming out to Arizona at some point. So <laughs> Sounds good. Don't come till after October when it cools down again. October to April is a solid yeah. choice. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Ari- no, Arizona is the only place I've ever been where it actually, like, hurt to go outside. I just, like, was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But, like, I felt like I had a life meter that was ticking down <laughs> because I was in Mesa in July. Oh. And that was a bad choice. I mean- to be fair, well, though, I have no, no. I've been in. Well, DC. not to mention, I mean, you guys. Go ahead. I was just gonna say you have something very important in in October that True. you're focusing on. So, like, once th- once that's over, maybe like yeah. a regroup on like you know we'll do we'll do a post mortem <laughs> on the wedding situation. I love that. Idea. I like that. A recovery from and the honeymoon. Analysis. How did it go? Yeah. Was it your? How did you expect it? That- that's how we justify it. Hashtag content. Write <laughs> <laughs> it off the taxes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I have, however, been in D.C. in August, and that is also brutally miserable. So. Terrible. Oh, yeah. It's a city on a swamp. It's terrible. <laughs> but that's that's muggy, and you're like, oh, I'm annoyed that I'm doing this right now, versus, like I said, the life meter. So it's two yeah, different kinds of bad. You don't sweat out here. Because it's all a dry heat, so you don't have to change your clothes as much. <laughs> I sweat. I don't know what you're talking about. I've heard of this dry heat. I've heard of it. <laughs> it's all because the water is now dried up inside of you. It's so hot. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchpedia, G-E-M-G-E-M, stands for Geekly Media. Elizabeth can be found with the rest of Geekly Media at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out our website, geeklymedia.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network. I want to say, you know, I hope the two of you have a great wedding and, yeah. and also a great three-year anniversary. So, like, congratulations. <laughs> Likewise, excited to hear, you know, the rest of your wedding planning and, and uh, you know, to how it all goes in October. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, if we can, if we can actually make this work out, uh, sign out with us. All you have to do is say geek out after I say always remember to. But until okay. <laughs> but until next time, this is Geeking to the Chapel on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.